live. Uh, it's been too long. It's yes. been uh, two weeks, actually. But welcome to the Townstone Financial Show. This is Zach Schwartz. I'm in here with Jim Chereau of uh, Loan Depot. And uh, you can look up Townstone at nmlsconsumeraccess.org, NMLS number 136-639. So, you know, nobody likes excuses. No. But, uh, you know, we were not able to record the podcast last week just because... You were helping have, too many people. Things have just gone crazy yes, they have. Uh, when it comes to the mortgage market um, and, and refinance volume is has spiked um and and this is catching so many different you know lenders Mm -hmm. underwriting teams appraisers title companies it's catching you know everybody off guard um you know i will say here at townstone we have you know yeah you're i'm not able so you know whereas two three weeks ago you know you put in a consultation and i could call you in 30 seconds right um you know we're still keeping that to within the same day um but we're gonna i'm getting so many calls from people that they're like oh i saw the the news and i you know on monday i called the guy that or you know whoever helped me with my last loan never got back to me right i'm hearing that constantly wow um you know, and it's like, well, I'm here, and right. uh, you know, and mm-hmm. we're helping them get get better rates, get their cash outs, you know, mm-hmm. go from a an adjustable rate to a, to a fixed rate. Um, lots of good opportunities here um, on our, on the refinance front, depending on your current situation. And yeah, I mean, there these other places are just not uh, we're we're not ready for this. No, no. my next door neighbor is a vet. 25 years in the service, and he always goes with USAA because, right. you know, that's just what he was used to. Yeah. He said, yeah, I'm doing a refinance, but they told me 60 days. And, yeah, it's a VA Earl, which is, if anybody that doesn't know that, it's no income, no appraisal, no assets. It's just, it's just look at their credit, look how much they're saving, make sure that the calculations for the loan amount are correct because there's some, you know, there's some different types of um, funding fees in there um, and premiums. And it's really a very easy it's thing a to very do. Simple, very simple, very thing. simple loan. It's um, mostly disclosures and making sure you're calculating correctly and making sure that they're saving money is really all it is and that they have a job. Yeah. That's it. But they're taking 60 days because they're so overwhelmed. So, yeah, no excuses, but it's yeah, well, just what's I happening. Mean, what, 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 because what happened is, you know, at the beginning of this year, we were seeing a, a, an increasing rate environment. Yes. Where you know refinances had basically slowed to to a trickle because you know every person that had a mortgage before January was at a lower rate than where the market was at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, purchase season wasn't picking up. So like across the country, there were you know loan officers, underwriters, you know, tons of layoffs in in the uh, across the mortgage industry because you know you they didn't these companies didn't want to pay for that excess capacity um but you know it's not it's like the titanic you can't turn on a dime no um you know the second you know oh the rates have dropped so the volume now ticks up these companies are all in a huge scramble like you should see you know the recruitment emails i'm getting you know for jobs like i I wouldn't want necessarily (laughs) you know but they're for everything you know underwriting underwriting manager you know compliance review Mm -hmm. you know they they need everybody 
back again. It's like, you know, they shut down, you know, in January yeah, and now um, they're like, oh, lay- layoffs. And, you know, this is... we need you back, please. <laughs> um, because, right, they, they, they're just getting slammed. They're not calling their clients back. Yeah. Um, and uh, service you know, levels are just poor. Yeah. In, in so many places. And it's it's a struggle to keep them in good. Um, yeah. Service levels. So far, fortunately, it, again, at Townstone, as I mentioned, you know, our leads were getting back to it right away. Um, and then underwriting, while I have seen, you know, a general increase, I'm still able to close my purchases in 30 days. Refinances like a VA Earl, mm-hmm. 30 days, not mm-hmm. 60. Right. Like, um, yeah. you know, USAA told uh, your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if you do need an appraisal, maybe we're we're cutting, you know, getting right. a forty-five day locks. But yep. Uh, yep. you know, it, it's a it's an interesting time. If you can see from the bags under my eyes, um, <laughs> you know, this is a, a an interesting time in the mortgage industry. Oh, yeah. Because like the other thing that's hitting headlines is the inverted yield curve. Yes. Yes. So you know, what does that what does that even mean? Um, when that when you see a headline about an inverted yield curve, and then you know how does yeah. that actually impact any of our listeners or borrowers? A y- inverted yield curve means that the short term rates are better than the long term rates. So right now, a one year treasury, a two year treasury, is more attractive than a ten year treasury, and the reason is is that people are concerned that there could be inflation or a recession. Right. Well. That too. But if there is inflation, and let's say that inflation goes up, you know, 0.5 per year, in two years, that's not that big of a deal. Right. In 10 years, it is. Yep. So that's what people are concerned with. Now, um, I think I just read Germany for the first time ever offered negative interest bonds. Which I, I, that makes no sense to me. Who buys they're, that? They're paying you to buy the bond. But who does that? Well, I'd rather like you know bury the money in my I, backyard. Well, and I that's know at zero yeah, right, interest exactly because you know you're getting that money back, right? Like so, a safety deposit. That's box. right. It's almost like saying I'm going to go play blackjack and hope to make some money. Really? Well, just, yeah. I think blackjack. If you play by the rules, like you know the yes. best practices, you have, you still lose. You know, right? Forty. You do. Or it's like your winning is forty nine, forty eight percent of the time but what they do is they change dealers and that that's how they get you so if if you start winning too much boom they they bring in a new dealer see i don't buy any of that sort of you know (laughs) luck or like oh if you're where you know your sock on your left foot to me like blackjack is is really just about statistics it is um you know counting cards can help but the more decks they use the less harder it is right you know that has yes um and again just the way the game is structured the 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 odds are you play perfect blackjack you are going to still lose on average mm-hmm. like you're right. you're going to lose uh you know for every dollar you're you you bet you're going to get back 99 98 cents right um and yeah w- w- some days you go and you win on 500 other days you'll lose 500 right. but the average is you know, the longer they can make you play, the better the chances they're going to get their money yes, out of you. Because in the long run, the statistic always faces. works. That's right. But in the short run, you can get that anomaly. You know, yeah. and it's like, oh, the chance of rain is is ten percent. Right. Yes. If the infinite amount of time, there's a hundred percent chance that it'll rain. Right. Um, Over the course of a year. You know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, 
at any given moment, it may not be. Right. So, no. um, so then basically that's what the inverted yield curve is, is that short-term rates are paying better than long-term rates. So what that means to you guys out there, more. you know, is one, right, you're, you're, you, you normally should, when you get like a 30-year fixed mortgage, you should be paying a premium on that rate to lock it in for such a long time right. versus like a, a five-year arm. Mm -hmm. But what this inverted yield curve is doing uh, to, to the mortgage rates are making the, uh, long the, arm, yeah. the arm rates, the arm loans not, not as attractive. worth it right. at, at, at all. And actually, if, if lenders didn't um, you know, kind of just work through the, the optics of it, um, back, you know, when I was in the business and it was not as technical driven as it was now, um, there were times where the arm rates were higher than the fixed rates. I, I mean, I'm seeing so, that. Yeah. I'm seeing that where, you know, oh, you know, 30 year fixed, no cost, 4.25. If you want that same rate, but not lock for 30 years, it'll cost you 1800 bucks. And right. it's like, why would I do that? Why would right. you do that? Correct. Um, yeah. And but it's this inverted yield curve that is, again, just making these the long term rates relative to the short term more favorable. You know, and, yeah. differences between the 15 year fixed and the 30 are getting right. tighter. As getting well. Exactly. I mean, the 25 and the 30 and the 20 are, are I mean, very similar. Some of our lenders priced that 25 worse than the 30. I've year. seen that before, too. And yes. it's like. Why would, you know, and I have clients that are like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm five years into my loan. So I, I want that 25. I'm like, no, you're, you're just going to, you're paying an extra 800 bucks. Right. You know, do I've it never... 30 and here's, you know, pay an extra this much a month and you'll pay well, it off see, in that's 25. The, this is the thing that I found is I used to, we used to always do that, but I've got so many times where loan officers are saying that the borrower wants a 25. They want, I'm like, just tell them what the payment is. It's just, I swear, people look at their statement and go, okay, that's how much I pay. Or they set up auto pay. Well, okay, set it up at this amount, and you'll pay a 25 year. Because people, yeah, they don't look at... Oh, whoa. Ah, no worries. That was interesting. His mic was off. Don't worry. <laughs> um, no, because people are looking at, uh, like, they don't look at the mortgage statement the I'm, same yes. way that they're going to look at uh, a credit card statement. Right, right. I wonder if that would change people's payment habits, though, if on the mortgage statement side. You know, that's a good point, quite frankly. Do you hear anything differently? Not exactly. I just, it, it seems quieter. Like, all of a sudden, like, there's no background. <laughs> uh, I think they can hear us. You yeah, can hear us I out hope there. So. Does that do anything? No. Okay. So, I think this, this little story from back um, after the meltdown when we had all those funky option arms and pick a pay programs and, and those types of situations. Ooh, I sound deeper. I sound like Barry White. <laughs> Sing us a little I, tune. <laughs> um, I remember the story from one of my customers. He said, yeah, during all this, he said, I get a call from a long customer. I've done this guy in the 90s and the early 2000s. He calls me in 2009, 10, somewhere around that, and says, yeah, I really need to get out of this arm that I'm in. He goes, arm? He's like, I've never put anybody in an arm. I just, it's against my principles. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, the babysitter's boyfriend was a loan officer for a year, told me about this awesome program where I got to pick my payment. Oh, my gosh. So he went for the lowest payment. 
because that's human nature. Because it sounds it's, the you've best. You've got five different payments, and the lowest one, I'll, I pick that payment, Alex. Yeah, if, um, that, if yeah. that's the choice in a vacuum, sure, right. but I'm sure... There's negative amortization, so what oh, happened was is he was paying no. less than in, the, the interest The interest was accruing. So he, it was being added. So if he took out a $100,000 loan, he, when he gets... It, let's say his payment was 2000 a month, but he only paid 1000 That extra 1000 that he was supposed to pay went onto the back of the loan. So the provision in the loan says once you get to $15,000, your note's due. you got to make a massive payment. Do payable in full. Yes. And it's more than even originally borrowed. Correct. So you borrowed $100. you got to pay $115 because you went up to the max. And so he had obviously done it 15 months ago This is in this example. And so my customer is trying to help him out of this situation. Well, we knew values dropped. So now all of a sudden you have a bigger loan than what you took out. And it's like, and the guy was, the guy was, he wasn't financially stupid. He made $240,000 a year, which, you know, okay, I guess you don't have to be the smartest person in the world, but you would think that somebody that could achieve that would have some kind of common sense. Yeah, but I, I've but seen I've seen the same. I know you have. It, it, regardless of of income or upbringing right. or anything, like you'd be surprised at the variety. Yes. Of you know, uh, just because you have a, a big salary doesn't you really mean, mean you're, you're rich. You're fin- it doesn't mean you're financially savvy. That's correct. Um, you, you know, on, the, on the other side, I was talking to a, a, a lady yesterday, and she had the opposite kind of idea. Where you know she got a thirty year fixed, I think she's at like three six three and a half, maybe mm-hmm. in a condo hmm. um kind of got that at the bottom of the market, and she just wanted you know twenty twenty five thousand dollars cash out, and mm-hmm. I priced it out, and it's like you know to to take your two hundred fifty thousand dollars, add another twenty to it, and increase that rate for you, yeah, that doesn't make any sense versus you know, go get a line of credit or right. a home equity loan. Yes. And she, you know, got back to me yesterday. You know, I talked to my bank and my concern is it's interest only. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's interest only so that, you know, when I'm done with the 10 or, or 20 years, I'm going to owe the full amount. And I said, yes, if you only make the minimum mm, payment. payment, if you only make the interest payment, you know, you borrow $100,000 and it's an interest-only payment, you're only paying on the interest that accrues, and at the end of the loan, you still owe $100,000. But depending on the terms, as long as there's not you know prepayment penalties or sure. like an early payoff fee, um, you can just pay down that balance sure. over time, over that 10 years or those 20 years, so that it isn't this you know, a balloon payment you owe the, the full 10 grand or 20 grand that you borrowed. And I did the blended rate calculation. You know, she could have gotten, it was like a 5%, five and a half or something on the HELOC and versus 425 on my new loan. And the blended rate of her 3.6 with the extra 20 was still in the threes. Yep. Um, whereas our new one was in the fours. Mm-hmm. You know, if she didn't right. want to pay significant costs to buy that rate right. down there. Because again, you get penalized on a condo refinance. Yeah, and correct. Unless you're in a 15 year, you know. Um, the the other thing, and, and this, uh, I don't know if this bothers you as much, but it's like the the way the media kind of covers these drops is yes. a little frustrating from like a, yes, it a, is. an industry perspective. That's because correct. I have no problem. You know, call me, 
Go to townstone.com. Fill out a consultation. We're we're, we're going to, you know, we'll talk. And, and if there's a, a, a good move for you to make, we're going to do it. And if there isn't, we're going to tell you. Um, but what these headlines are doing is they're convincing these people, you know, from just, you know, 2017 or 2016. Right, right. To, to, you know, that rates are lower and that they can save money where it's all about relative. Rates are lower than they were... 18 months ago. A year ago, right. right. But they're not lower than they were in, you know, 2016. Right. After Brexit, we all know Brexit is still going on. But when that was announced, that was in August of 2016. And rates went down steadily. Very smooth. Kept going down. Very... So there were so many people that got into where we are now, and like you said, and even some people that are a little bit lower than where we are now because of that situation. And they see the headlines. And they and, want in on it. And then, you know, unfortunately, some are disappointed when— And they think it's you, right? I They're like, them, you can't uh, save me? Are you sure? I keep hearing this. You know, or I saw this rate yes. in the newspaper, yeah. and I have to Did say— Did you read the fine print? You know, sorry, sir, <laughs> because here, here, here's a tip. Anytime you see a rate advertised in a newspaper, on the radio, on a billboard, on a billboard, anytime you see, you know, or or just you know the news and they're saying here are the average rates for yes, look at the look at the small print because the scenario that they are describing for those rates are usually not yours. No. Um, you know, it's usually a bigger loan amount, you know, high credit scores and good equity. Even Freddie Mac. So Freddie Mac publishes every week the average interest rate for 30 or 15. Right. And theirs is paying half a point origination or sometimes it's 0.75 of the loan amount. So on a $100,000 loan, you may have to pay $750 to get that rate. That's in the fine print. Freddie Mac often will quote not a zero cost but an actual cost. Yeah. That's why you see lower rates. And oh, by the way, if today is Wednesday, that's last week's rate. Because I think the rates come out on Wednesday and then it's, but the news media may not tell you on Thursday, this is this week's rate. They may wait till Monday and say, Freddie Mac announced right. that lower rates, but that might be last week's rate. It's always a lag. It's always in a vacuum where they're not uh -huh. looking at the, the larger context. And it always causes, a, you know, kind of a stampede. That's right. Of, you know, not, of people that it's like some of them, it, like they're not identified. It, you know, they should be like, you know, rates are lower than they've been since this period. Or, yeah. you know, like it, right. it, it's just like these headlines and, and it's causing commotion. It and, uh, and sometimes they're quoting the 10-year treasury. Yeah. Because we all know the 10-year treasury has been um, moving down, down, down in the yield. And but rates are mm -hmm. not where they would have, you know, when the last time the Treasury was Correct. here, rates were lower than and they we were. we talked about that last time. Yeah. The Federal Reserve is buying Treasuries to keep our Treasuries. Um, I don't want to call it in specifically to artificially keep them attractive, but they're helping them become attractive to more people. So what happens is, is that if you're going to buy a Treasury because you want a good yield, you want a good return. When somebody you else don't want that negative German return, right? You don't want that, right? You, or you'd like to, but the point being is, is that if if somebody else is in there buying this and and working through this, and they're going to support it, so that if let's say it goes down, it gets worse, they're going to step in and prop it up. That's pretty safe. That's a pretty safe. And then if it does go higher and gets better, 
and they're going to jump in and, and push it to go higher. That's a pretty nice thing to be. So you know you're going to be pretty much, you're going to be bottomed out at what you could risk right now because the Federal Reserve is helping. Right. But the upside can be up more because the Federal Reserve is helping. So what's happening is more people are buying the bonds, which artificially keeps them higher, and mortgage rates are not correlated. They're not correlated. They're not. No. So it's better to just call in. Go to the townstone.com you know, webpage. Yeah, fill don't, up a consultation. don't take this as like, yeah, if, no, if you call me. You may, yeah, everybody I, should do this because everybody's you, situation is, is yeah, different. And I say, oh, yeah, you're, you refinanced at a better time than uh, the rates are at. Just don't be mad. The, no, the don't be mad. The rates are where they are. Yeah, it's um, not like you're missing out on something. You yeah. got a good deal. And, you know, to be told that you got a good deal is a nice thing. It's some a people, very nice thing. Some people take it that way. Right. Some people, yeah. like, they really thought because, they could save money. Because at the end of the day... I have zero incentive to not do a loan for you. If I sit here all day and did every single loan, even if it didn't benefit people. No, but I was saying the opposite. If I sat here all day, just taking calls from people, telling them no refinance. Oh yeah. You know, yes. I'd walk home, you know, yeah, you'd walk home because you have no closed on eventually, (laughs) you know, I, because I only make money when I do loans, but at the same time, I don't make loans. You don't do harm to people to, to, you know, the only times, are like, if, if someone's doing, like, a cash-out refinance, mm-hmm. I can tell them, this is actually going to cost you more. Unless you're paying the, off over the life of things. Higher interest debt. Right. Right. Or, right. but at the same time, you know, the customer's always right. And if yeah. they, you know, if, if I inform them, you know, this is a more costly loan, do you really need that 40000 cash-out? And he's, yes, I, I do. Okay. And it's like... You know, you're an, uh, an informed adult, and it, but that's the difference between somebody that it's like, here, pick a payment, and you pick the lowest one. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's what I was offering, we I don't, you know, we don't offer anything that crazy out of the box, right. like no. risky pro- product. And for most you. of those don't even um, but, exist anymore. But but it's like if even I were to have something like that, I would make sure more important than the payment was going to be. The total amount yeah. of costs that I would, you know, you know what or, I would, I mean, if I was doing those loans, I would have asked the, my borrowers to just sign a statement. I would type up the statement. Like, I am aware that says that, that this you, is a, I, a worse I, option correct. in the long run. In the long run, this I'm, is the worst option. But you've asked me for this, and I and I did my job of explaining to you the process and giving you other options. But this is what you chose, and I want you to understand that if you pick the lowest payment. It could come back in the next yeah. 15 months, 18 months, See, whatever I, it is. Even I'm conflicted, though, I, hearing that out loud, too, because it's I like know. at the same time, it's I like know. you go to a doctor and you're like, yeah, doctor, I want to like remove a lung and a half. Yeah. And the doctor is like, well, that goes against all medical advice I and get scientific right. practices. And you're like, nope, I'll sign the waiver. Like, don't worry. <laughs> like, I don't think the doctor would still like remove the lung you know we're not doctors but at the same time um you know i I do feel that sense of responsibility to my clients to to go beyond the required government disclosure documents and just make sure they understand because you know Mm -hmm. in this age of of e-signing you know you accept the itunes thing without reading them and i wonder everybody does you know you hope they don't but i'm sure i have borrowers that did not read no. their prelim, you know the the preliminary documents or, or whatnot. No, everybody's overwhelmed they're trying to get through everything they got they get through their to-do list and I, you know i'm guilty of that sometimes too i mean there's no question about it but it's just like yeah. wow 
great. I must have uh, one of those software updates. What if I promise like my second child to Apple? Right. So like I know. You know, yeah. twenty years from now, Tim yeah, Cook comes knocking at the door. Yeah, yeah. Like, you you agreed to the terms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apple Apple Stillskin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, boom. There you go. Your IP address was logged right here. Hand I hand over crazy. little Johnny. Yeah. We'll take good care of him. Yeah. We'll turn him into a good little Apple employee. So, again, everybody out there, don't buy into the hype of the news reports, but it is a good time to just do a, a double check right. on where you're at mortgage-wise. Get it from a mortgage professional. Don't get it from the news media that's fed the information and goes through other people. Get it from your mortgage professional, Zach. And then especially if you've reached out to any other mortgage company and they're not getting a call back, give Townstone a shot. Yeah. Because that is not happening. and um, You'll always get a call back. You're always going to get a call back. But at the same time, it's that customer service, the rates, and the costs. So you get a better product, and you have a better time getting that product. Yep. So, yep. Um, you know, but enough Agreed. talking about us. What about you out there, Facebook audience? No. Everybody, have a fabulous rest of your week. We got to get back to work. I already have Lots been hearing the phone ringing oh, yeah. multiple times as we've recording, as we were recording. Um, but again, let you should be one of those phone calls. Uh, townstone.com or, or call me 312-896-2114. Jim, always pleasure talking you to too, you. Zach. Thank, Thank you for, you your for your having time. me. You're welcome. I know I'll be yeah, you're busy and it's taking crazy. the time out. Really yep. appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right. Bye, folks.